It's the Mystery Machine with Shaggy. All right, it is Friday, August 16th, 2013. I am Shaggy. Thanks for joining me here in the Mystery Machine. This is my second episode, and whenever I was trying to think, what am I going to do for this one? I was just like, what does everybody mutually like? Sex. That's right, we're going to be talking a lot about sex today. Also, I'm going to tell you about some stunts you can pull during interviews that will most likely get you hired. We're going to review the Ten Commandments of Bro Code. I'll let you know who the 15 most hated bands of all time are. From the movie Anchorman, Ron Burgundy's writing a memoir. We'll talk about that. Have you ever wondered what alcohol is most likely to send you to the hospital? I have the answers. And A-list celebrities, where did they work before they were famous? We're going to talk about all that and more today in The Mystery Machine. I think I want to start with some music today, though. I did have the privilege of going to Brewski's a few weeks back and recording the whole show. There was comedy, there was a live band, it was sweet. On the first show, I gave you Derek Copswell live from Brewski's, his comedy. And today, I'm going to share with you some recordings from the band that performed that night. Kid Vicious is their name, and this first song right here is them doing a cover of the X's song, Ugly. Live from Brewski's, baby. Are you ugly? A lion like Why you like me? Why you ugly? 
That was Kid Vicious, live from Brewskies in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. They were a cool live band. If you ever get a chance to go see them, I highly recommend it. So, cutting straight to the chase, let's talk about sex. (laughs) Just covering some facts you might not know about sex. It doesn't just feel good, it can make you look good, too. And here's how. You carry yourself better when you're looking for someone to bone. All that grinding helps you stay more fit, it puts you in a good mood, and it helps you get a full night's sleep, which is good for your skin and your hair. Gets those dark circles out from under your eyes. I concur. Well, let's stop and think about your first time and the things you learned thereafter. I happen to have in front of me a list of seven things that surprised you when you first started having sex. And at number seven, the difference between using protection and not using it. Obviously, it's really important to use, but it just doesn't feel the same. Number six, the sounds, especially when a woman has a little air trapped up there. I believe that's called a queef. (laughs) Number five, sex might not be enough to get a woman to climax. It usually takes some working on the magic button, if you know what I'm saying. Number four, women's pain down below doesn't automatically stop after having sex just once. Number three, just how easy it is for women to get a urinary tract infection from sex. And number two, when women climax, it's not like you see it in movies or porno. It's more about awkward faces than sexy hair grabbing and moaning. And number one, the smells. Oh, those smells. So there's that list. I also have another fact that uh, dog owners are more likely to have sex on the first day. So according to a new survey, apparently when it comes to dating, people who own dogs act like dogs and people who own cats act like cats. And they're saying that dog owners are eager to please just like dogs. They're more likely to have one night stands and sex on the first date. Also, cat owners, they seem to be more selfish just like cats. They spend about half as much as dog owners on dating, which could be because cat owners are women. (laughs) But it's hard to say. Also, here's a little look at how casual sex has evolved. A new study found college students are more likely to have sex after they randomly meet someone at a party than they are after a first date. Main reason? Well, both men and women say the goal of going to parties is to have fun, but the goal of going on dates is to actually get to know someone. Oh, isn't that kosher? And now to my final discussion on sex. If you exhaust yourself so much at work, you don't have the energy to get it on when you get home. Here's some advice. Work less, hump more, and the money is going to work itself out. (laughs) According to a very important new study of more than 7,500 people by a think tank called the Institute for the Study of Labor, people who have sex at least four times a week earn more money than people who get it on less often. Researchers think it's the result of a simple connection between sex and happiness. If you're happy, it translates to self-esteem, confidence, and success, which is how you connect the dots from sex to salary. Of course, it could go the other way, too. People who make more money are happier, and that leads to more sex. But we prefer to look at it the other way, so uh, hump away. Before we go any further talking, I do want to pause for some music, and I'm going to be a little cocky today. This is my most previous band called Failure to Focus. We teamed up with a uh, local rapper from back where I'm originally from, and we wrote this song. It's called one way road check it out feels like we're just maintaining a failure to focus you ready for this collab k living life
That was my old band, Failure to Focus, along with Central Louisiana rapper Bud DeGreat. The song was called One Way Road. Hope you enjoyed it. And now we're going to move along to the news that doesn't have sex but was still interesting enough to share. <laughs> uh, just because you're qualified for a job, it doesn't mean you're going to get it, especially in this economy. Apparently, some people go to extreme lengths to get their chances up. And CareerBuilder.com recently surveyed 2,000 hiring managers and asked them for the craziest stunts people have pulled to stand out from the pack. Here's the top five that actually worked. In at number five for those mechanical type jobs, fixing a piece of equipment while you're actually interviewing has worked. Number four, performing an original song about why they're the best person for the job. Three, inviting the business to hire you by sending them a cover letter for your resume that looks like a wedding invitation. Another successful job candidate went with a message in a bottle theme and uh, somebody else put the resume on a chocolate bar. <laughs> that sounds like bribery to me. But anyway, moving along. Asking to be interviewed in Spanish to showcase the fact that you're bilingual is at number two. And number one, rent a billboard outside the company's office and put your information on it. That has been done and apparently it worked. Who would have guessed, right? And now it's time for the Ten Commandments of the Bro Code. Well, number one, don't lie to your friends. Number two, don't dodge your turn to buy a round of drinks. Number three, don't break under questioning from a friend's girlfriend. Number four, don't call out a friend's lies in public. Five, don't tag a friend in questionable photos on Facebook. Six, don't turn down a friend who really needs a night out. Seven, don't steal a friend's jokes. Eight, avoiding publicly gushing on Facebook about your girlfriend or a baby. Nine, don't talk about anything other than sports when you're watching sports. And ten, finally, no having sex with a friend's sister or mom. This survey also found that you should never hold a grudge against a friend for more than 56 days unless they screwed you over at least three times. At that point, you can end the friendship. So there you go. The Ten Commandments of the Bro Code. Now you know, so live by it. Now, how about the 15 most hated bands of all time? Well, number one, you could have guessed it. Nickelback, 98 Degrees, Smash Mouth, The Black Eyed Peas, Insane Clown Posse, Hootie and the Blowfish, The Goo Goo Dolls, John Mayer, Dave Matthews Band, Creed, Train, Fish, Limp Biscuit, Blink-182, and now Lana Del. Ray, that's 15 of them. And according to a survey, the, the majority of everybody hates these people. And I think I agree with like 95% of this list, too. Now, this right here, if, if Will Ferrell's writing this, I'm going to go ahead and call it. This will probably be brilliant. It's a book by Ron Burgundy, the character that Will Ferrell plays in Anchorman. And it's a memoir called Let Me Off at the Top, 
My Classy Life and Other Musings. <laughs> it's going to be released November 19th, while the Anchorman sequel will come out December 20th. According to a press release, the book will, quote, offer a rare glimpse behind the camera into the real life of a man many consider to be our greatest living news anchor. Burgundy will, quote, share personal anecdotes about the women in his life, about his dog Baxter, and his legendary news team. Along the way, he'll also give sage advice on a variety of topics that matter most to him. Burgundy himself even issued a statement saying, quote, I don't know if it's the greatest autobiography ever written. I'm too close to the work. <laughs> I'm personally not a big reader, so I, I just think this would be one thing that I would read. I'd recommend you read it, too. I feel like I should start a book club, but I won't, because they're books. That's why... I'm going to jump into the next story now. It is the booze most likely to send you to the ER. I have the top six for you. And at number six, Barton's Vodka. Number five, Bud Light. Number four, Bud Ice, which uh, isn't technically malt liquor, but does have a higher alcohol content. Colt 45 Malt Liquor. Number two, Still Reserve Malt Liquor. And number one, Budweiser. So what we're seeing here is that cheap beer, cheap vodka, and 40s of malt liquor are the ones that are most likely to send you to the hospital. And just a couple more. More quick things before I wrap it up. I mentioned that I would talk to you about where A-list celebrities worked before they got famous, so let's run through a few of those. Kanye West, he was a Gap employee. Jennifer Aniston was a telemarketer and a bike messenger. Eva Longoria worked at Wendy's. Tom Cruise, he was a hotel bellhop. Sylvester Stallone cleaned out lion cages at a zoo. Ellen DeGeneres, is, she was an oyster shucker. <laughs> There's a joke there. But I'll let you figure that out. And also, Tim Allen, he was a cocaine dealer for real. <laughs> it's probably why he's so outgoing and lovable, though. I am going to wrap up this second episode of The Mystery Machine with some advice. If you find a naked photo of someone on their phone and send it to yourself, it is a felony. Here's the scenario that got a guy in Florida in trouble. He's 31-year-old Omar Trevino and a dispatcher with the Palm Beach County Sheriff's Office. Back in May, he he grabbed a female co-worker's phone and started flipping through the photos, and he found a photo of her and another female co-worker flashing their tatas. So Omar forwarded the photo to himself, then deleted the sin item from her email to hide what he'd done. Well, a few weeks later, he showed the photo to another male co-worker, and luckily, that guy reported him because he must be gay. <laughs> Omar was arrested and has just been charged with unlawful use of a computer or cellular phone. That's a third-degree felony, which can get him up to five years in prison. So if you want to be a nosy pervert, then just straight up ask the chick for permission. Be like, look, I know you took some pictures. Let me see them. Come on. If you put matters in your own hands, well, your ass could be going to jail. And nobody wants that. Thanks for joining me for the second episode of The Mystery Machine. Of course, I want to take your calls and requests, so let's integrate that. If you have something you would like to hear, let me know by emailing me, shaggy at sl100.com. If you'd like to be a guest on my show, then do the same thing. Email me, shaggy at sl100.com. For more of my ramblings, you can log on to sl100.com, keyword Shaggy. I'll see you next week. Bye-bye. It's the Mystery Machine with Shaggy.